When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I am here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And our topic for today is, does pushing yourself out of your comfort zone actually work? Yes. What do you think? What do you think, Cass? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, so we have some stories that um, are also like about other people. And so just pushing, you know, other people out of their comfort zone work and like kind of how that ties in. But I think, I don't think pushing yourself, but I think choosing to leave your comfort zone works. Oh, that's hugely powerful. That's a, that's an awesome way to um, to intro this. So before we get into it, what are you excited about? Oh man, I I'm so excited about the growth in my clients and just like all these things are opening up and they're going through all this stuff and a lot of them are uncomfortable, which I know is awesome. And so I'm just excited about. I'm excited about everything that's happening in their lives. That's awesome. Our clients yeah. must hate us sometimes when we get so excited that they're uncomfortable. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jenny, stop I, it. This is uncomfortable. Right. This is not exciting. I'm like, I right, know. Right, this is not good. Know, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and what are you excited about? I feel excited about uh, some of the inspiration that's been coming with renovating our little camper van. And (gasps) it's so, it's extra exciting because I understand the role that inspiration is playing in some other inspirations. So there's been some decisions Mm -hmm. in business that I've been going back and forth with and haven't found my groove yet. And then I'm like, okay, do the work, let it go, you know, do your thing. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I literally got like huge inspiration to do. I got so many ideas. Like I, I want, I was like want to do it, and I'm still letting it build a little bit. But um, I'm like, oh, this is cool because it's a part of this one over here. Because now that decision over there has space, and I know it's like unfolding on its own. I don't need to worry about it, and I can just be over here in this really fun, creative place, which is really good for me. Yes, which is also. I mean, from an LOA's perspective, is you're creating your future in that camper van. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, the answers are coming that weren't ready, you know, to be seen yet because yep. this energy is being put in this space. That's yes. so awesome. Yeah. I know. I'm so excited about that. That's my favorite. Yeah. We should do a whole show on that. Like, because that is a lot of times it's the way it works, right? Mm-hmm so often yeah yeah we can't find the and and you guys have heard us say this before but the when you're trying to figure out the the solution or you're trying to you know weigh the options and the sides and which way do I want and you just keep spinning and if you think you can't think your way to that answer you got to get out of it Mm -mm. no yeah yeah 
Ah, that's so exciting. (laughs) I'm also excited about the baby ducks that are coming soon. Yes. (laughs) I know. So Um, cute. Yeah. So much fun stuff going on. I'm excited about your camper because you're going to bring it to my house. Yes, correct. (laughs) Soon. (laughs) Hopefully soon. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So why don't Um, you start, Cass, by telling the setting, setting us up with that story that you shared? Yeah. So I, um, my kid and my nephew have obviously been in the pool a lot in the last month. And so um, my kid is super, like he just, swimming is just like there's other things where he definitely doesn't want to do on his own but like or be independent (laughs) or you know where like um that is coming but and I think that's true of all people right there are areas where we really want to push ourselves and there are areas where we don't and so for him you know he wanted to go in the deep end with just like a a not like a a life-saving flotation device just like you know a blow-up toy and <laughs> not attached to anything in any way. <laughs> not at, right, not attached to anything. And I said, you cannot go in the deep end without a life jacket until you can swim the whole length of the pool mm-hmm. on your own. He was like, okay. And so then he started working on it, right? And it would be like, okay, let me go. So our pool goes, it goes to three feet, and then it starts dropping off to ten feet. And so, um, and we put like little yellow lines on the outside of the pool so that anyone can see where that starts. Cause it kind of goes really fast when you get to that point. And, um, so he, he just started like, okay, will you stand there? And like, can I swim to you? Right. And it was like two feet past the line. And then it was a little bit further. And then it was like, okay, I'm ready to try, you know, just every day a little bit more like pushing himself to swim, you know? And so now he can swim the whole length of the pool. He can come back. He can, you know, tread water. He can get him, you know, he can play on something and fall off mm-hmm. and get himself to the side. Yeah. And so that's him. Like every day it's like, let me push myself a little bit further. Like let me mm-hmm. get outside my comfort zone from yesterday. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's my nephew who, uh, you know, the first time when this summer when he came, he was, we picked him up and Xavier wanted to go in the pool and um, we said, uh, He's like, I don't want to go. I'm like, okay. Like right away, I didn't push him. And I said, okay, that's fine. And then I said, but we do want to go in the pool. So we play outside while we play in the pool. He's like, yep. Like, okay, cool. And then we get home and he needed to try on his swimsuit because my sister didn't think it would fit. And she needed to know if she needed to go on her way over to get him a new one. And, um, and I said, okay, but I just need you to put your swimsuit on so that auntie knows if it's going to fit or not. And he's like, okay. And that's Mm -hmm. all I did. And then he goes, you know what? I think I will get in the pool. Okay, that's your choice. I know. Right? But there wasn't one time where I said, are you sure you don't want to? Do you really want to? Like, do you want to? Yeah, you probably want to. Don't you think you want to? But it's (laughs) going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All of those things, right? I just was like, that's fine. You know, because I was like, I want to get in. So we got in and. And he had fun, and he stayed in for four hours, and I think that was the first <laughs> – right. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to get in, but then he stayed in for four yeah, hours. Yeah, that's quite and, the switch. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And so I started like noticing, like, I mean, I intentionally didn't push him because that's really who I want to be. I do have this belief even before sort of this story that's coming up. So then a couple of days later, we put the kayak in and so we got life jackets and we made them both wear life jackets because we, if, in case it went in the deep end or whatever. And so he, you know, he knows he can float in a life jacket, um, but still, for like at least a week, he would not cross the three foot line, even though mm-hmm. he's four feet tall, in a life jacket. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it was not happening. And I mm-hmm. just said, okay, like you don't have to. I'm like, you know, when, um, you know, my kid would swim to me, I'd say like, do you want to come? He's like, nope. I'm like, okay. And finally one day he was like, okay, Asti, I'm ready. Can I, can I swim to you in the deep end? I don't know if you guys got that, like, but her nephew calls her Asti. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts of the story. (laughs) He does. Um, It's my favorite thing. Um, And he's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm like, all right, you know. And so then he was playing in the deep end. And over the next couple days, like in his life jacket, like he's definitely not ready to take it off. But he went out of his comfort zone on his own. Mm -hmm. And so while that was happening, we also had uh, my cousin was here. And so her husband, like, um, my kid and my other nephew like love to be like thrown in the pool and like whatever, like all the fun stuff. Right. And, um, Easton does not. And, mm-hmm. uh, so, um, her husband would like pick him up and like, he knew he wasn't, he knew he wasn't into it. So he just pick him up and like put him back down in the water. But I could still see on Easton's face. Like I saw this look and I'm like, look, he knows you don't want to go underwater. Like, do you notice how he's setting you down gently? And he's like, uh huh. But you could still see. And later, you could still um, see he was like he was very scared. Yeah, he was very yeah. scared. He was like, uh, this doesn't feel good. Really, yeah. I think even more than fear is like this doesn't feel good. And so later my um my husband uh my cousin's husband was like, you know, I was like trying to push him out of his comfort zone and I was like, hmm, this is interesting and I'm going to observe. You know, like cuz this is like a real life example and obviously these are two kids that, you know, I'm um, trying to manifest to anything. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but I said, um, hmm, let's see if this works, if this pushing him out of his comfort zone work, because I know not pushing him works. Mm-hmm. Right. And sure enough, it, in the two weeks since they've left, like he he is no more into being thrown or picked up in the pool or yeah. anything of that. Like he does not said, like, let's do that. He is not. You know, if I ask, he's like, nope, nope, nope. Right. And so he pushing him out very clearly doesn't help right yeah um and but giving him the space and total control does and for me like I think I intuitively already knew that but when I got to observe it for me it's because when I start thinking about it in terms of LOA it's because it's about our own internal guidance and it's about trusting ourselves and it's about being in control and getting to make the decisions for ourselves versus being pushed out of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's such a powerful example of that. And I like that it was kids because it's like not so serious. Mm -hmm. And so when we're applying this to like, I should, you know, even when we talk about becoming more, and stepping into our future selves or our true selves, there's, Cass and I talk about how there's being uncomfortable, but we're not saying push yourself out of your comfort Mm -hmm. zone. There's a difference in, 
in how we were wanting you to step into it um, and into embracing uncomfort versus trying and pushing yourself out of there. So if um, Lisa's doing a great job of this actually right now because she's becoming an ocean swimmer. It's something she really wants to do, but she has this fear of, of sharks, as I'm sure a lot of people do. <laughs> uh, <And> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so she's doing it very gradually and really honoring the um, uncomfort, but not saying, well, I should just jump in and, you know, face my fear kind of thing because that doesn't mm -hmm. work. That's like the pushing part. And you're the only one that knows what that, um, I guess, threshold is for you. And mm -hmm. I think being very aware of how you're moving through that process is super important to the progress of it. Like of, of, so for Easton, like eventually being able to, if it's a part of what he wants, you know, being thrown in the deep end kind of thing and enjoying that fun. But he's the only one that knows if or when it's comfortable enough. Um, mm -hmm. he can, nobody else can tell him. This is one of my favorite things to say. say no one else knows what's right for you at any time. Because you're the only one who knows how it feels. Exactly. I want to highlight that. Like the reason no one else can tell you it's right is because you are the only one who knows how it feels. You know, like, is this a real is this a fear that I want to step through or is this a fear that is inside of me? It's just not, I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really powerful to be able to honor that fear within you without blaming yourself. Okay. So without mm -hmm. saying I should be farther ahead um, or I should be able to do this, or I should be able to go on stage, you know, look how many people can speak, or I should be able to do a Facebook live, or I should be able to talk to this guy or, you know, go out to a bar by myself or not that anyone's going out to bars right now, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like, and being able to identify and just own where you're at and then being conscious of like, like wanting it is enough for now for, to start. And then mm -hmm. being able to say, okay, well, what is, what's a little bit uncomfortable, like exploring the topic for you, what feels uncomfortable, but not outside of, I don't want to push myself outside of it, maybe just to the edge. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And I think you made an important point with the judgment, which somehow comes later, right? With Easton, there's no judgment. Like yeah. he will look he'll look at Xavier and be like, oh man, he's so brave. He swims without his life jacket. Oh my gosh. That's such a good point. I love that. Cause there's no, like, I wish I could do that. Well, maybe there's a little bit, but he's not blaming himself. He doesn't think he should. Right. He's, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. There's no should there's, yeah. it's just like, wow, that is so cool, which is how I think we really embrace. Right. But it's, it's when we start that judgment of, oh, I should be, you know, because it would be easier. He's bigger. He's a little bit older. Like there are all these reasons that like an adult right. might come up with where they should be able to do that. And instead he's just like, he's so brave, you know, but then it isn't I should be able to it's just like wow that is so cool like he can enjoy that that's a possibility which ties into one of our um, recent shows um, you know he he's enjoying that that is possible whether he's ready to do it today or you know maybe not for three years like it's like 
oh, that is such so cool that that's an opportunity and a possibility. Yeah. And it's nothing to do. He hasn't learned to take things personally yet or judge himself <laughs> or where he's at on his path. Like this comes up so much is, is us seeing the successes or experiences that we want in other people. And we immediately, this is so almost like the kind of underside of selfishness. We immediately make it about ourselves. You know, we see mm -hmm. someone else having the relationship or on the vacation or the travel and then being, and then it's immediately about us. Well, why can't I have that? Imagine just mm -hmm. celebrating that idea, like the, with the innocence of a child, basically remembering that it's a really good kind of landmark for, or not landmark, um, like point basis to come back to is like, well, if, how would a child feel about this? Oh my gosh, they'd be celebrating the success of that person or they would love seeing the joy that person gets from from whatever it is mm -hmm. and I think um you mentioned selfishness but I also think it's how we get trained often mm -hmm. like if I would have said to him well Xavier if if what I have been saying for the last month well Xavier does it don't you want to do it you should want to do it like if mm -hmm. I'm planting all of those things in this very fertile ground of a of a young brain mm -hmm. like very easily that's how you get to that that's how you grow up and you see someone else's success and you're like well I'm older than them I should have a million dollars I'm yes. this I should this I'm you know I've been in business for longer I should have more clients right yeah. all those things because that's what we've been trained to look at because that's how a lot of times people try to push us out of our comfort zone yes the idea of comparing to others' experiences. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're tr and we do this with our friends too, so you guys wanna be careful, or anyone, friends, family, business mm -hmm. partners, anything. If you're speaking to someone in a way that's like, well, wouldn't you wanna do that? You know, like, mm -hmm. or comparing, well, did you see that this person did that? What do you think about that? Don't you think you should do that? All of these questions, comments, reflections about other people's experiences have nothing to do with with whatever you are going through or experiencing. It only has to, your experience only has to do with what you're calling in, where you're at on your path with your awareness. It's literally all about you in the best way. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it is all about you. And if you can make it, you know, you can, you can start to develop that trust and unlearn those should, right? Mm -hmm. You can, it, because I think what's also so important is that Easton is fully enjoying yes. the, the space and the experience, right? Because no one's telling him, well, in that case, no one's telling yeah. him he should be different. Right. That's the essence imagine the potential to thrive when no one is trying to change you let that sink in right yeah including you because it becomes like as an adult I think it becomes something because we've taken it on as we've heard it it becomes like even you're not trying to change where you are right you because we always talk like mm -hmm. really accepting where you are is the is the step before you can really change even. Mm -hmm. It's just like, okay, this is where I am. Not not wanting it to be different, not wishing it was different, not judging yourself for it not being different, but like, okay, this is where I am. What do I want next, mm -hmm. right? And people yeah. get really, so in terms of practicing uncomfort, 
people get really uncomfortable with the idea of like, if I accept where I am, that means I won't grow. And that's the opposite. Mm. I think Cass and I have talked about this many times, but that step of acceptance of where I am comes first. That feeling of acceptance of where you are comes first before you, because that you create the space in that decision and that experience to then move forward. But if you are saying, I don't want to be here, I shouldn't be here, I can't be here, all of that is resistance and you don't, you can't see the next step. You can't call it in. You mm-hmm. can't hear that next little whisper. Get the clarity of where you're going because you're fighting what is. You can't get there from mm-hmm. there. Right. And you're try- in one point, like you're trying to resist what is and you're pushing against like moving. It's just like it's a mess. Yeah. You can't hear yourself. <laughs> like you said, like you can't hear that whisper that's like, okay, take that next step like and feel that, that fear in that moment and then take the next step, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you want to talk about here, just again, highlight the difference between pushing yourself out of your comfort zone versus being uncomfortable? Yes. Um, so uh, I, being uncomfortable, I say it so many times a week. I mean, someone should count like you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable because Mm -hmm. the uncomfortable is it's new. It doesn't feel good. So to take it back to our story, to maybe give it a little more, um, just clarity, it's like, it wasn't comfortable for Easton when he's decided like, okay, I'm going to swim past this three foot mark. Um, you know, that first part was uncomfortable. And so Mm -hmm. it's getting comfortable with that feeling of like, that's uncomfort and maybe it is fear and maybe it's not and it doesn't matter right I think one of the problems that we get when we start to feel uncomfortable is we start to instead of just calling it I'm uncomfortable we start labeling it yeah and when we start labeling it it takes us down all these different paths which often lead to judgment and trying to fix it right Mm -hmm. so if if I'm uncomfortable then we go okay I'm uncomfortable I must be scared of success Mm mm-hmm or oh, this is scared my old- I'm going to fail. Yes. Or you start telling a yeah, story that about it. Or this is like the old story. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. This is the old part. This is. And so instead of just, um, I'm not really giving the definition, but instead of just being uncomfortable, we start to label it. Mm-hmm. So uncomfortable really is that feeling of newness. Um, it can feel ungrounded because it is totally, it's new territory. Like just think about it in the pool, right? It's, it's leaving that comfort of having your feet touch the ground to your feet, not touching the ground. Mm -hmm. It's just uncomfortable because it's new. It's an uncomfortable place because you haven't gotten comfortable there. Yeah. I think, um, I want to share too, that sometimes we talk a lot about like the more you practice it, the easier it gets. And mm-hmm. I don't know if uncomfort <laughs> is the same because uncomfort always feels uncomfortable. You trust it more. Yes. But mm-hmm. like I even this morning I was um, driving downtown. It was early because I, I was having some new um, photos done for the for my website. My, my last ones were like five years old. And I'm in um, a new town. I'm going to meet someone who is a connection and we had chatted, but I don't actually know him. It's early. No one's up. And I'm driving down the street. The street's empty. And I'm like, oh, this is uncomfortable. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. okay. And that's, that's literally all I did is I felt it for like two or three minutes. I'm driving along. I'm like, you'll be fine. You've done a million things on your own by yourself. It's, it's all good. And so it's 
with the experience of doing things more and more and more, you kind of, you gain that confidence that it's going to be okay and allows you to relax into it a little more, but it's still uncomfortable. And yes, so that's the best way I can describe like getting comfortable with being uncomfortable is you just don't fight it. You just let it be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's amazing. Like I love having these conversations with my clients cause they're, they're, you know, we'll share, okay, I just, I was just doing this and I let it be. And, 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 and I'm like, yep, yep. That's what you do. You know, <laughs> that's how you do mm-hmm. it. There's not really more other than to just be there with it. Yes. We actually had this conversation yesterday about that. It's really about being present in the uncomfortableness. Yeah. Um, and, and just being more present and letting it be without trying to get out of it or fix it. And at the same time, um, giving yourself a break if you need it. Um, but yeah, like it doesn't, you never stop being uncomfortable if you're growing because every time you grow to a new place, it's, it is uncomfortable again, mm-hmm. which is why I think pushing yourself out of your comfort zone doesn't work because you push and you're a new place, but you haven't totally learned. So it's often you could just come right back. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of equate that to doing something like bungee jumping. Yeah. Um, uh, I did that. In a you moment. just pop right back up. <laughs> Right. Me too. And I, I've actually done it twice. And the second time it wasn't less scary because I pushed myself. Exactly. Right. Like it was still like, uh, am I really going to do this? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's so, you know, just to kind of tie up with our thing, like being uncomfortable is this feeling of it being new and not comfortable. Mm -hmm. Right. And pushing yourself outside your comfort zone I think is really when you push it's temporary Mm -hmm. because when you push there's like there can be that fall back but if you allow yourself to be pulled out of your comfort zone um, it's more of a step by step and you stay there right it's not just like being pushed off the cliff bungee jumping and it's over and if you want to repeat that you have to go back to the top of the tower and do it again Um, you didn't grow from that you didn't all of a sudden become fearless of of stepping off that ledge yes which is I think oh sorry um yeah I and I think that's uh either a conscious or an unconscious misconception that happens a lot is like if I just push myself Mm -hmm. then I'll get more comfortable or if I just push myself to do this then it will be fixed and it's not because like we said you're still afraid the next time you go bungee even if it's less or whatever in that moment I it was the same for me. It was actually probably worse the second time. Yeah. Cause you have no, you know what's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I would say about pushing yourself outside your comfort zone is it's likely coming from, um, a mental plan, like an intellectual plan that you have mm-hmm. decided is what, or your mind has decided what you think is best based on something outside of you, which is like we were talking mm-hmm. about, it's not coming from within you. It's coming from outside of you and, and comparing to what other people have done and experienced or where they're at. So when you're like, I should push myself outside my comfort zone, or even if you're like, I want to push myself outside my comfort zone, mm-hmm. where is that coming from? And is it, is it becoming from a plan that your head has made up based on outside things? Or is it coming from 
that's a desire within you um, because that's going to make a big difference. One's going to be a push and one's going to be a step into and being pulled. Yeah, and I think that's so important because often, um, and even like checking in with what Jenny said, I would add like check in if you just think pushing yourself out of your comfort zone is going to get you something. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Um, I remember, Mm -hmm. so when I was younger and I was playing lots of different sports and I didn't have this conversation with my parents until, um, more recently, like when all this stuff was done, but I had options to like play, you know, provincial rugby, go try out for that team, go try out for the provincial soccer team or go, there was like play basketball in, um, in the, in Toronto versus just in the smaller town, Barrie. And, they had, and I made some different choices around there to not go because I remember it being extremely uncomfortable (laughs) and, (laughs) and they had kind of, uh, after commented back saying, we, you know, we saw that that would be uncomfortable for you. And we didn't, you know, we were going back and forth, whether we should push you and encourage you to, to do that and take that experience. But we really wanted you, you know, your decisions to come from you And I think it's such a great reflection because I do believe even though, so if they had pushed me at that time to go and do that thing, I may not have felt like it was because it wasn't coming from me and I didn't have the space to make that choice for myself, the experience wouldn't have been as powerful for me because I didn't choose it, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. so I do feel very, you know, there's a part of me that's like, oh, I wish I accomplished more in athletics and if I would have been pushed more. But then I'm like, no, that it has to come from within me. I'm All those experiences that they gave me in order to make my own decision has created such an empowering um, place within myself. That's like I get to choose for myself and I can I learn to trust a lot of those decisions. Um, mm-hmm. So that's another example of uh, it could go both ways what happens if you're pushed versus what happens if you're given space Mm -hmm. and I think we were talking before the call an important point I want to make about that story is like you would um you said it but I want to highlight it like Mm -hmm. you would have been untethered to the experience because you didn't make it if you're pushed into it the whole experience now has this different tone this different feel because the internal first decision wasn't yours yeah yeah so when it's going to be powerful for you guys to start to pay attention to like if you think if you ever have that thought or whether it's a kid or a friend or a parent hey mom and dad you should get Mm -hmm. out more you know (laughs) like (laughs) right (laughs) um just be aware of of um giving space for people to step into something when they're ready versus trying mm-hmm. to push them into something that you think is right for them. Mm-hmm. And I want to wrap up with this, like to make this point. And the reason is like, A, it just feels better. But really what happens when you push is like they can't hear their own stuff. Yes. So it's often, even if it's what we want, when you're pushing against it, like they it's it's pushing against their own um trust in themselves and their own like internal stuff and so it's it's clouding that voice it can't be heard and 
even when they do do it, it doesn't feel as authentic and as certain and as grounding because it it has the the taintedness of us trying to push. And so um, just know like that experience is better and likely someone will get there faster if you just love them where they're at, yes. including yourself. Yeah, exactly. Just like, so to wrap up with, with Easton and you saying, okay, you don't want to get in the pool. That's cool. And then him choosing to go in and spend four hours in the pool the whole experience is going to be different for him because he made that choice when he was ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. Anything else, Cass, you want to add? No, just to, you know, like let go of that. I have to push myself out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I, Because you can trust if you grow, you will get out of your comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. Natural part. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe. 